0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Progressive Channel. Today we will talk about alignment. That's what I feel called to be speaking about as a topic. Alignment in the Rainbow Collective, the rainbow tribe that we spoke of. So, alignment. What can alignment mean in terms of the Rainbow Collective? Alignment can mean working with and towards a, a way of living not towards any particular goal or a goalpost but working towards a way of being that is harmonious to the individual and to the collective and to the earth. So I offer you these two things. The rainbow collective needs to be aligned and will be aligned with the self, each one to their individual self. Because only when the person is completely aligned with themselves, understanding as per tools like Vedic Astrology, understanding the Ascendant, understanding where they come from, what is their perspective or their standpoint, each one has only one standpoint, which is the Ascendant, and their drives and their motivations, which are the planets and different houses. So they are born here, the soul is born here to create in those directions, in whatever directions that may be. So it's alignment with the self. The self as in using all the tools, all the esoteric sciences, all the new healing modalities that are being developed everywhere across the globe now. So using all of these tools, a person can be aligned with oneself come to a place within oneself where it is peaceful, where it is having a firm stand within oneself. A, a sort of a soft confidence. Not like a loud, brashful, out there, in your face kind of a confidence because there is nothing to show off there. It's an ego that is recalibrated to the higher self. It's an ego that is tempered by compassion. Tempered by tempered by a larger picture, something larger than itself. So it dissolves the narrow perspectives of the ego and makes way for a more conscious way of living. In the end, this is what we have to achieve on an everyday basis. It's the it's the sure-footed confidence which is silent, which is not pompous in nature. So, we speak of alignment in the Rainbow Collective in terms of having this kind of uh, inner vibration, having this kind of an inner awareness. It's a conscious way of living. It's a conscious awareness which a person moves through in life more gracefully, more aligned with oneself that's the alignment we are seeking number one number one priority it always begins with the self number one priority is always to align with one's own inner self and understanding the mind because that's the vessel through which we are working in the three dimensions first understanding the mind take the first step towards the thousand steps the first step is understanding the mind and the mind best understood And quickly is by using the tools of Vedic astrology. So, first step, first alignment would be that in the Rainbow Collective alignment with the self, alignment with what your wants are, what your needs are, what your desire is, what you have come here to experience, what you what you have come here to create, generate. Remember the new human being model. We spoke of four actions: create, expand regenerate and engage how we are here to engage with the remaining collective and with the earth the second alignment and one which is really prominent in the indigenous tribes of the earth and most ancient civilizations but which is very missing in the modern ones is alignment with the earth the alignment with the earth takes into consideration how nature works nature works as a beautiful collective. It does not fight with itself like how humans fight with themselves or amongst themselves. There is no conflict there. There is a harmonious balancing and rebalancing going on in nature all the time. So the human must in the rainbow collective align with nature, wherever, whichever part of the world they are living in. These small villages of 500 families, each we spoke of, (coughs) remember they'll be scattered in different parts of the earth. So they have different climates, there are different plants, trees, birds, animals, and different kind of things grow in different parts of the soil of the earth. They're faced with different circumstances, so alignment number two will be aligning with the earth itself tuning into the earth, this is once again where astrology becomes a very useful tool because some people who have got a very strong nakshatra or presence of planets in nakshatras for example like Ashlesha which is very much in tune with the ground, very much in tune with the earth there are some nakshatras which are very much in tune with the earth, we will speak about this later Who is in tune for what? Who is born as in tune with what kind of energies of the earth? So then they are best suited to work in that area. But I digress. Alignment with the earth will be in terms of understanding the air, the water, the elementals, the soil, the trees, the flora and the fauna basically. The elements of the earth where they are present and to be aligned and work with them, there are certain things that will grow in certain parts of the world because of the climatic conditions, because of the rain, because of the temperature, because of whether it is freezing or whether it is cold or whether it is tropical, different types of climate we have in this very rich earth. So we need to be aligned and work with the earth. There are these two basic alignments are there, one with the self and one with the earth. If one is aligned with oneself, one will automatically be aligned with the collective. There is no doubt about that because the understanding becomes of a higher plane. If you touch the science of astrology, especially Vedic astrology, there is no chance you will walk away from it without this basic conscious awareness of who you are and who the rest of the people you are living with your family members, your kids etc your friends so it becomes a higher way and a conscious way of evolving working with everybody so alignment with self will be number one alignment with the earth how are you going to work in the area wherever you are in, in this small village. You're staying in a village, you're staying with your local community, you've got other men and women, children, whom you're working with, and you have to be aligned with however you're doing the farming, however you're growing your vegetables, your fruit, however you are trying to build things there, the kind of houses that you're trying to build there, which is aligned with the climate of the place. So alignment is on these two fronts, and that's all that's required. There is no uh, belief system or structure or institutions which we require in the 500 family-based villages which we are talking about, the rainbow tribes, because there is no need for institutionalization of anything. It's not the institutions we have to go towards. We have to work towards who we are, what we came here for. Essentially, if you look at it one way, we came here as souls and we live for a short period of time. What can we do at best? This the one question we have to ask even ourselves on a daily basis. What best can I do for myself today? Because today is all I have. Today is all I can be and do whatever I gives me joy whatever it gives me expansion remember the new human being again new human being is about expansion so the soul desires expansion in some form which gives it joy how will you feel that you are expanding in the right direction well it will be very joyful it will be very expansive it will be creative it will be like a need to share and engage with the collective there is an engagement new human being action is to engage and, create and regenerate dissolve old ideas and let it give birth to something that is in these two kind of alignments so that way we can start building the rainbow tribe itself from now so put your ideas out there which can be in alignment with the self and alignment with the earth alignment with the earth is one big thing we have to start rebuilding on And we can take all this knowledge from ancient sciences like the indigenous, the shamans of the planet, the shamanism, the Vedic lore and the Vedic texts, the science of sounds, mantra or the science of geometric shapes or the tantra and the yantras. So all of these sciences we can take and build in a way that is harmonious with nature. Nature is begging to be seen and heard by the humans. It is always speaking a a language. It is always singing in songs that isn't particularly a language, one of the hundreds of languages that human beings have invented. It's not a language like that. It's not a language of diction. It's a language which is spoken in a collective song, It's a language that is spoken in a beautiful tone of harmoniousness, of intuition, of a wide, expansive kind of light. The earth needs to be listened to. The earth needs to be heard. The earth needs you. The earth needs all the people on it and it is asking all of us as human beings to harmonize with it that's all it's not asking for taxes or goods or money or finance or any of this rubbish it's just asking for alignment that alignment can be brought about if you develop some bit of conscious awareness go out into the nature into the trees lakes, rivers, dams mountains etc and align with the song that is always present there. The song is always present, that's the earth, the earth is a living being, a sentient being just like us, that's how it is giving birth to all of these living organisms, right from the tiniest microorganism to the largest mammal, right from the bacteria to the blue whale, I mean it's, it's all being nurtured and cared for in the bosom of the earth so this is where we need to be aligned this alignment is what we have spoken of even in the collaborative education and research series the second alignment the second embodiment we need to embody this walk around the planet in our little tribes in the little rainbow tribes and be harmonious with our surroundings. Human beings right now do not live in 2022 as a harmonious bunch. They are constantly clumped up as if it's a caveman attitude. The caveman used to be clumped up in groups just because they were scared of the earth. They were scared of the weather patterns. They were scared of all this wild stuff. Weather and uh, storms and rain and earthquakes and volcanic activity and whatnot. There was a constant fear of trying to hide from these things, protection, security, all of these things. They were afraid where they were born into. But now the consciousness is evolving and is asking us to go in a direction back to the ancient kind of way of living and yet making use of all the technology that we have we got satellite imaging. We have got all these weather prediction patterns and all that. We don't have to be afraid of the earth as, a, as nature anymore. In fact, we have to embrace the higher idea of consciousness. This consciousness is the one which will take us to higher dimensions that the earth will start opening up to. The children will pick it up. The new generations will pick it up. These, this new energy is like that. I am just saying the way it is. So think about these two alignments and how we are going to achieve them. If you are watching this on YouTube, your comments are most welcome. Take care, be safe and I will see you tomorrow or whenever. Bye-bye.